Hey guys, welcome back to Far Out. I'm Megan. I'm Sydney. And today we're going to start off every episode like we always do with something good. So Sydney, what is something good? Um, well, my something good today, I was just like not not feeling like great mentally this morning. And so I posted something on my Instagram story that was just like somebody, you know, tell me something good. And I had like over 30 people take time out of their day to like send me something either like encouraging about me or just like a random fun fact or like something cute that they've like learned one time. And it was like the sweetest, nicest thing ever. And yeah, it like boosted my mood just to like still know that there are nice people out there that like genuinely care about a strange a lot of them were strangers and so it was it was just nice no I love that especially when you're like doing something good turned into yeah, like your own something good I know it was, it was awesome. so nice no I love that that's super cool what's your something good my something good um well I just got back from Arizona um which was really fun I just love being on the west coast I something about the way I feel when I'm over there just feels so good and the palm trees and the blue skies and it was awesome so I feel kind of replenished I feel like after you go somewhere Somewhere geologically Mm -hmm. those kinds of places they can I personally think they can refuel you in different ways oh yeah yeah Yeah. most definitely yeah well I guess I'll get us started on our topic today because it was kind of my choice of what we're going to speak about Um, but I guess it's really just been on my mind to talk about growing as a person and like holding grudges against people and just kind of like maybe how those things align with Megan and I or how they don't align with Megan and I and we'll get more into that obviously as the episode goes on but just my initial thoughts to start off the conversation is just thinking about how you know there's people that I was friends with last year or friends with you know two years ago and um some of those relationships may not have, you know, ended well, or we may not speak anymore. And I feel like there's some people out there that, you know, may think certain things about people. But in reality, when you think about it, like, I feel like a completely different person than I was even six months ago. I don't relate like vibrationally or emotionally to the person that I was six months ago. And I don't hold any grudges no matter how dirty anyone anybody has done me, like I don't hold any grudges to absolutely anybody because in my brain, I hope, you know, since I have worked on myself and grown in the past like six months or so, I hope that they have too. And I feel like that's just a conversation that needs to be had because I don't know what other people's mindset are about it. And I feel like we so often like hold people to to standards of them that we knew in the past and it doesn't do us any good and it doesn't do them any good. Oh, totally. And I think especially people in the sense, like if you're still, I think the easiest way to describe this is when let's say you remember someone from high school and you still think they're that same person mm-hmm. and they're not like, they're yeah. so different. Like, cause what, how many years out of high school are we like, we're going on six, seven for me, Meg, I'm older than you. Oh yeah, I forgot that you're older than me. I yeah. know. So six for me, seven for you. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I even myself, like, I've changed drastically since high mm-hmm. school. And if anybody ever, you know, held me to the same standard of who I was that long ago, I mean, that's just disappointing at that point, you know. Yeah. And so I feel like so many people do that. I'm like uh, a little over a year out of college, and I've seen drastic changes in people out of college. Just this small, just this year. 
just mm-hmm. within that small year, so many people can change. And I think that's such a topic that when you talk about is people aren't the same that they were when you knew them of that season in your life, in their life. And that's something to keep, keep in mind whenever yeah. you're, you're in a friendship with somebody. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's funny because looking back at like myself, I guess like trying to think introspectively and just be hard on myself before I'm like hard on anybody else. Like looking back and seeing the person that I was in high school, like there were times that I was a bitch. And like, granted, I had some people be mean to me and definitely deserve me being a bitch back to them. (laughs) But like, I definitely like, I know that now I wouldn't react the same way, but like, I understand, you know, like I get how it's so easy to, you know, hold that image of somebody in your head and relate them back to that. But like, yeah, well, I think that's when it gets hard is because whenever you somebody does you wrong and that's kind of your last image of them in your head, mm-hmm. you just kind of hold on to that. Yeah. And it's really hard to not hold on to that. But sometimes even in that moment where they screw you over, that was like a bad moment for that person as well. Yeah, most definitely. You that know? could be like and that thing that they fall asleep thinking about. Every yes. Night. Like, God. yeah. You know, and they beat themselves up for it and mm-hmm. you're beating yourself up for it. And it's, it's, it's I don't crazy. know, for me personally, grudges haven't really been a thing in my life. I'm not I was really just going to ask you, like, I want to know if you have, have any or have had any, or like, what would be a situation that would make you have one? I mean, I just don't really hold grudges very often. To me, it feels so taxing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more taxing for me to hold a grudge and keep and hold hold on to that rather than just move on. And this is where I think could be a falter in my character, not a falter, but like something I should work on. But like mm-hmm. I will I, I can just. I don't want to say cut people out, but I can move on very easily. And if I get kind of hurt within that process I won't look back yeah if that makes sense no I'm the exact and same so thing. yeah and so that's also part reason why I don't do grudges mm-hmm. is because it it takes so much more out of you than just moving on and understanding that 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 happened and sometimes you have to realize okay I just have to watch out for that in somebody or you know decide moving forward how the friendship is going to go but I I think grudges are just kind of like a waste of energy in some ways but yeah and I know that the way that I'm about to say this might not sound the best but the way that I look at it when things happen whether it's like friendships or relationships whatever but it's like you know what happened happened and your punishment is not having me in your life like I cease to exist like you cease to exist to me I cease to exist to you like that's just that's the end of it at least for me that's how I am now I wasn't always like that I definitely had to learn how to be like that and I definitely can see how some people could see that as a negative of like okay well you can't just cut people off I totally get that like I mean I don't just cut people off you know what I mean but it's definitely yeah I definitely I have been in that position where I've been screwed over very heavily, very very heavily. And maybe that's something that we'll get into at some point years down the line in this podcast. But I am with you. I don't hold grudges in that person that did screw me over, like still wish them the absolute best. And, you know, I hope that they've used time just like I have and have bettered themselves and learned from their mistakes. And I feel like that's really all that you can ask from someone. And I totally agree with you. 
grudges are taxing. They are so so taxing taxing on you like emotionally and can be physically like depending on how prevalent, you know, that grudge is that you're holding and how often that gets brought up. And I feel like all of that emotion and tension just gets stored in the body and can like really do some physical damage. It manifests physically 100%. But Mm -hmm. I have a question for you, Denise. Yes. You have been you know, screwed over by somebody to the point where you could hold a grudge for a long time and you choose not to, what's kind of your mindset with that? You know, cause that's hard. That's the hardest part for people is yeah. how do I look at this differently? How do I see this person differently? How do you see it? Um, I feel like if I held a grudge, I'd be giving them power. Wow. And I, I don't love that. feel like that person deserves any power in my life. And I mean, Granted, I guess I've been screwed over by a couple of people. We talked about some like earlier before we started this, like with all of them, it's like, you know, I don't think that they deserve to have, you know, me seeing their name somewhere shift my day because my life is about me and it's not about them. Dude, I couldn't agree with that more because sometimes when my friends, they'll call me stressed out or something like that over somebody else. And I've had this response to a lot of them is I'm just like, you need to stop giving that person so much power over you. Yeah. And whenever someone says that to you and you kind of take a second back to realize how much you really do give other people emotional power over you on how you are, how you feel, how you think, how you act sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's like, stop giving those people that power. Take your power back. Like this is your life. So I totally agree with that statement. Totally. Yeah. I feel like, once you take on the mind of like you are you are the main character you play the main role in the second that you let somebody shift your mood like that and you like you know revolve your actions around them and you plan things out around them like you're putting them in the main character spot in your life and that's never okay yeah definitely well i think that also goes hand in hand with growth oh yeah you know, in order to put yourself in that kind of a situation, realize that it takes a lot of growth within yourself to understand those things and realize those things. Yeah. So most definitely. definitely. I think, I don't think that you can like not hold a grudge and also have not grown. Yeah. It takes a lot of growth. And obviously Meg and I still both have a lot of growth to do. We're not saying that because we don't hold grudges, like, you know, we've made it to the top, but (laughs) like, I guarantee you that when I was screwed over and when that did happen, my initial thought was, I'm going to hate this person forever. Yeah. Because obviously in the heat of the moment, that's how it feels. It's all about like, oh my God, so intense. It's just about like making that conscious decision of like, I deserve to feel good. If I... I need to stop saying that in podcasts, but I episodes, but I won't. No, it's the truth, dude. Yeah, it's in everything. Like you deserve to feel good in everything. And like I am not gonna let some stupid thing that happened in the past affect my future. Yeah. Well, I also think that something my mindset is really big and has a huge importance in why I don't hold grudges is because when someone does something to me or something in that sense, I think, okay. Oh, this is I'm, this is like on Pinterest, like like it's on <laughs> Pinterest quotes or whatever. But it speaks so much truth to me. But I literally am like, okay, what lesson is this? Because yeah. this wouldn't happen if it wasn't a lesson. So once the once everything is resolved, I'm like, okay, I totally get it. 
might have grown from it, might have just had a realization, might have learned about myself or somebody else from that. Mm -hmm. But if that's what the lesson is, even if it's something small, I'm like, okay, time to move on. Yeah. Time on to go on to the next lesson. And so that's how I see my life is just a bunch of lessons. And anytime something bad is happening to me, I mean, I had a pretty hard time when I initially moved down here. There's just the transition period was really hard for me. And so I was thinking to myself, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Like I'm pretty low right now. What is this trying to teach me? And sometimes and that ended up teaching me like, I don't know, I'm still going through that actually. I'll come I'll report I'll report back. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that one. Stay tuned. Whenever I finish the learning lesson. <laughs> but no, I think it's super important to look at your life as lessons. And sometimes people are lessons. And something my mom has always told me is people come into your life as seasons. Nothing is completely permanent. I mean, I relate my life so heavily to nature mm -hmm. and within the seasons of the, of the year, fall, spring, winter, summer, everything has a season. And even the prettiest of trees and flowers, they go through just like that terrible winter. And yeah. I think of myself as that same thing. Anytime I'm going through a low, low period in my life, and I had struggled with seasonal um, depression for for years, you know, yeah. and so I always had to mimic myself to nature. And I think of people as seasons. Sometimes they come in my life as seasons. And if if I try to keep them in my life longer than they're supposed to be in my life, they kind of hit an expiration date. They yeah. lose the importance that they were supposed to have in my life. And when someone stays longer in your life than they're supposed to, sometimes you can that's where resentment gets created and, you know, issues and stuff. And sometimes when someone needs to leave your life, their season is done. Yeah. It's done. And that's okay. That's totally okay. And so that's, I think that sometimes can go hand in hand with grudges is in order to let go, you kind of have to realize that that person was just living a season in your life. And that's yeah. okay. If that, if that's just a temporary thing. So, yeah, I think nowadays we're just like so attached to things and try to attach ourselves to people in the same way and don't realize that you know like relationships are meant to evolve and to grow and you know if there isn't one that's doing that it's okay to let it go and you yeah. don't have to you know hate each other because you're not growing in the same direction it's yeah. like hey you grow over there and I'll grow over here and like that's fine and I'm still gonna root for you but that doesn't mean we have to be friends yeah Sydney well, because you've had those intense situations with other people I mean has each one been a significant moment of growth for you? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think a lot of them that happened, I was like younger for. Um, I was not concerned about like keeping people in my life or being polite about it when I was in high school. I don't know if that's like the right way to say it, but like if somebody did me wrong, I was going to be the first to like, throw a punch right back and like make sure that I wasn't like defeated and I uh -huh. don't think I necessarily like thought about it back then because I wasn't as introspective as I am now um looking back clearly they were lessons um obviously the further removed you get from them the easier it is to look at them as lessons but wow definitely yeah, that's really important the ones that I've gone through in my college years um yeah you could definitely those are all they're all lessons and I'm the same way as you like I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason things don't just like happen 
um, life just doesn't go by day to day. I truly think that we're all here to, you know, like figure ourselves out and figure things out and have beautiful relationships with people. And I don't think that there is a single relationship that comes into your life or leaves your life without a reasoning behind it or a lesson to have taught you. And that's like something that, especially during like breakups and things like that, that I find so much peace in because it's like, okay, well, I learned this lesson and I learned so much more about myself than I ever would have thought even humanly possible. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Keep going. No, and that's, I was just going to say that I remember making a post at the end of last year and 2020 was a lot for me. Um, Maybe at some point I'll speak on some of that, but it was just a really, really, really tough year for me all in all. And at the end of last year, it was like just a stupid post on Instagram that I made um, New Year's Eve. And I said that I was strangely grateful for every single thing that happened to me in 2020. And I know that some people that knew what happened in my life, knew everything that went on, were probably like, what? the hell <laughs> like why would yeah. you you know like be grateful for this like some of the shit that's been thrown at you yeah. and I think it all kind of comes back together because like I don't think necessarily it has to be a grudge held towards a person I think it can be just in general a grudge at life just like a heavy yeah. weight of like a like why me why this yeah. why now and knowing that everything is happening for you and not to you like even the hard shit. And when I tell you that, like, I went through some hard shit, like, I I really did. And all of that, like, I don't regret a single bit of it. And I'm grateful for all of it because it led me to where I'm at now. And I guarantee you into light wouldn't be a thing. Um, Megan and I probably wouldn't be friends. I probably yeah. wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing right now if none of that happened. And I'm very grateful that all of it happened because of that. And I don't hold those grudges that would be so easy to hold on to. Yeah. Well, I also think that's an important topic to be told in the sense of sometimes you can hold a grudge on yourself Mm -hmm. and that can be a dangerous game, I think, because you can really beat yourself up for it. And so I I think where I do hold grudges is on myself, actually. If it's not against other people, more commonly than not, it's towards myself. And so I'm really hard on myself with how I carry myself in certain aspects if you know you're holding a grudge on yourself something that i've had to tell myself to help get over that is sometimes you have to be that bad person somebody's somebody else's growing lesson mm-hmm. and that sucks but that's okay and yeah. sometimes like you are serving purpose in that and granted i'm not you can't say what you did was okay by any means or whatever anything like that but sometimes you are life uses you as that person to be that person's growing lesson and yeah. you have to kind of be okay with it and give yourself grace in those moments and grow from it obviously but i think the reason why you've been able to take that mindset so far is because you didn't hold a grudge with yourself throughout all the hard stuff that you went through yeah i honestly think that i like discredited how hard things were and somehow that just like ended up working itself out for me in like the best way possible but yeah, I really like what you just said about like holding those grudges against yourself because I think so often we are just carrying such heavy things 
and they don't necessarily have to do with anybody because if you think about it we spend the most time with ourselves we don't spend as much time with anybody else as we do with ourselves and especially just like in your head having those thoughts like I don't know like why did I do this or like why did I not have that conversation with that person when I should have or just like small things like that it's so easy to like let those add up and just like weigh you down and I guess do you have any advice for how you've like combated holding those grudges towards yourself I mean I think it's different for each person um because I still struggle with it I'll be honest I don't have something that really does help me with it I'm really hard on myself and you are really hard on yourself because you will text me and you'll be like dude I'm so sorry that this has come up and this has come up and this has come up and I'm like Megan I swear to fuck if you tell me (laughs) one more time that you are apologizing to me for being successful I will I'll kill you no and I appreciate that so much and when you texted me back and you're like stop apologizing to me for being successful that hit me so hard because I feel like I am everywhere all at once a lot of the time and a lot of people expect a lot from me and I can't show up all the time. I really can't. And you saying that brought so much comfort to me. And like, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I am in this podcast with the right person. Like, seriously, I was like, she's giving me so much grace right now. And I'm so appreciative of it. And you were, you were so flexible and I thank you for your like, laid backness because it was yeah, of course I just I was yeah yeah but I am really hard on myself and you so are. I don't I'm still learning in that aspect I think that's where I'm still in my season of growing and learning to give grace to myself but one thing I will say is when I'm feeling really emotionally just run down I have to let myself feel it like yeah I think a lot of people just kind of push off their emotions too much Mm -hmm. And especially if it's a grudge towards yourself, you kind of have to sit with yourself for a little bit. Ask yourself what's going on. Um, I think it's okay to have conversations with yourself. I think more people need to do that. Um, I I talk to myself all the time. Like me and me, like we are friends. (laughs) As you should be. We are like besties. (laughs) And so I just have to remind myself, you know, stop being so hard on myself it's so much easier said than done but I mean when I come to a spot where I've learned how to do that I'll let you know but yeah I guess something that got me through last year and I still will say you know like just those nights where like things just feel like a a bit heavier than they normally do um so to get myself to fall asleep which I really don't have any trouble with sleeping but just time kind of like to ease my mind before I fall asleep I will breathe in. And when I breathe in, I say, I welcome all that is meant for me. And when I breathe out, I say, I release all that is not. And I kind of try to do those in like four breaths in, like, I guess four seconds in and then four seconds out. So it just kind of like slows everything down a little bit. And I'll repeat it. I say, I welcome what is meant for me and I release all that is not. I love that. So I feel like it just helped like realize that things are out of my control yeah you know like that's a huge factor yeah factor yeah I don't know I think whenever you do realize that you're not really in control it does make things feel a little bit lighter yeah it's kind of like it's a weird scale because it's like wait nothing is in my control like I can't control anything and then you could kind of spiral but then if you think about it the beauty of things is like 
you're not in control of anything. Like you're not you, in control of anything but you. Yeah. Which is kind it's of a, a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a mind trip as well as a beautiful thing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But no, I think it's awesome because it's like all I can do is control like my next action. Like all I can focus on is like the next right thing. And the rest of it is not my responsibility. Yeah. And so how someone reacts to you or treats you or whatever, you just have to worry about your reaction to that. And if you have that in check, like time to move on, you know, there's nothing else you can control in that. I also feel like maybe we should talk about the flip side a little bit of, you know, holding a grudge because I think there are plenty of people who may not hold a lot of grudges, but know that there are grudges held on them. And that's like also a kind of thing where you just kind of have to let that go and be like, you know what, if that person is going to spend their time using that energy that they could be, their valuable energy that they could be putting somewhere else, then that's on them. And, you know, it's not your responsibility to fix that grudge. Yeah. But I also do think some people in intense situations where people have been really screwed over by somebody or a situation that your grudge can be your grieving stage as well. And so somebody doesn't always, or what do you think on that? Can you, do you think I, that I a think grudge can be <laughs> a grief, a growing, a grief? Yeah, no, I totally think it can be a part of like the seven stages of grief. Like I, I think there's seven, there's seven, right? I, I don't know. Steph. Somebody fact check us um, or don't, but um, I don't know because I'm so empathetic. There's my dog saying hello, but mm-hmm. I'm so empathetic to a fault to the point where even the people that screwed me over horribly I'm like wow I'm really sad for them and feel for them because I know what they went through to put them in a situation to where they felt they had to treat me the way that they did that's extremely introspective though do you I think don't it know does how harm to, to you yeah I because really? I, I like do you think wish. it makes you accept the treatment a little bit more or um, no I'm pretty tough I mean like I'm pretty like firm in like what I know I deserve especially now after being single for a while um but it just makes it harder because I think so easily like after a friendship breakup or in a relationship breakup you know it's so easy to hate somebody it makes it so much easier to get over them but to like deeply understand their trauma and pain and empathize like, wow, they had to be really hurting to hurt me like that. Yeah. That's literally how I go about every relationship. Like yeah. I can't not feel your pain for you or at yeah. least understand why you've treated me the way that you've treated me. And yeah. it's definitely like a strength and a weakness because I do have that ability to have some pretty deep relationships with people. But at the same time, like it can really screw me over by, you know, not getting that normal teenage breakup stage where I just get to like be like, you know what, F you, F this. I hate everybody. I hate everything because I'm like, yeah. I feel bad yeah. all the time about everything. Yeah, I actually I see things pretty similarly to that. And I th- maybe that could play a factor in why we don't hold so grudges is because you understand more of where that person is coming from. Maybe. But 
I don't know. I I personally and somebody else could see that as a as a bad thing, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I I mean, I think empath being empathetic it can definitely mess with if it's mixed with people pleasing, it's bad. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. I am that. not a people pleaser, which is No. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're not, which is good. <laughs> which is a really good thing, which I struggled with for a really long time. And I don't do that anymore. And I have found so much, so much freedom, freedom, literally so much freedom mm-hmm. from not having to worry about those stupid things. But yeah. yeah, I guess empathy, a weakness, a superpower. I am not sure. I guess I'll never know because I, yeah. you know, maybe one day it'll just like automatically turn off and I won't have to feel everything for everybody. But at this point in time, this is what I'm dealing with. It's a gift, dude. You got to embrace it. Sensitivity, whoo, strength. I think that shit is so strength. It's so strength. <laughs> I think that shit is so strong because, I mean, think about it. To be a human, to carry on a lot of emotions and feel things deeply, you got to be a little stronger than someone who doesn't shut and just shuts it off. You know, and seeing something from another person's point of view, like, it's like how... I don't know. That's how yeah, really there have been times, it. honestly, recently I was talking to somebody and I was like, why can't I just be one of those assholes that doesn't give a shit about what anybody else is going through? Like, why yeah. can I not just like turn it all off and like be completely oblivious? Because I'm the type of person that sees an old man at a restaurant by himself and starts sobbing because I'm like, what if this was his only human interaction for the day? Or yeah. you know what? The the worst one is if I walk into Walmart and I see a Walmart greeter that is an elderly person, I'm like, okay, there is one of two reasons why this person is a Walmart greeter. They either have no social life outside of this and craved human interaction so bad that they came out of retirement to be a Walmart greeter or, yeah. or they truly cannot afford at that age to retire so they are still working as a walmart greeter and it breaks my heart either it's way sad. no it yeah so upset old people like truly have like elderly they just poke a special place yeah. in my heart like just immediately i will start like a chord for you yes yeah yes and i don't know don't know why but like it's just like those type of things it's like man if I could just walk in and walk out of a store without seeing like three different things happen and like be like, dang, I wonder what that person's going through because yeah. I could tell that they're not okay. Yeah. No, I definitely feel that too. I think that's actually where the factor of us not to be all astrology on you guys, but that's where <laughs> we we as cancers, Sydney and I are both cancers and we feel very deeply for other people and ourselves and stuff. And mm-hmm. so um, it gets intense. It gets really intense, but it's kind of a gift to see the world that way. Yeah, it is for sure. I definitely do think that that probably is like now listening back on our conversation and just like thinking about it definitely has something to do with just that empathy has something to do with why we're able to not hold grudges as much, I think. And like, I that's not to say that somebody who isn't necessarily super empathetic can't, you know, be good at letting things go. But I do think that has something to do with it for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, I just really would like everybody to keep in mind, like, if you knew me and Megan in high school, there's a large chance you don't know us now. 
Um, you know, if you're still holding somebody to the standards that, you know, you had them or the last time that you knew them, I don't think that's necessarily beneficial for any party. Um, and obviously we expanded that whole entire episode. That's what this was about, but I just think it's doing you and them a disservice, you know, like just, just let go of things, give people a new chance. If you've grown, then chances are like the people that have hurt you have grown. And I don't think it benefits anybody by, by holding that, that weight, things get heavy and you deserve to feel good. You deserve to feel light. Yeah, no, honestly. And shit gets heavy. Shit gets really heavy and it's not your responsibility to always carry that with yourself. You know, sometimes you got to lay it down and that's okay. You don't have to always be on. Yeah. It's not about like winning or losing. No, it isn't. It's just kind of about like learning. That's always how I saw saw it Yeah, with everyone around you. And I don't know. I think as people, we're all here to just help each other grow and learn. And sometimes you're the shitty person. Sometimes you're the champion. And sometimes you're both. Sometimes you're both. And that's okay. Just got to give yourself grace. There's always some good in the bad and there's always some bad in the good. There's no way you can have it all, all the time. Never, never can't have little can't have flowers without any rain. Beautiful. I know I live by that quote. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, true. How else are you gonna like? Yeah, no, yeah. How else are you gonna live? <laughs> You're just gonna be super upset that it's raining all the time. Oh my gosh, this is a neat it's rain. nine p.m. We need to go to bed. Yeah. All right, we're delusional. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is fun. Um, thanks for tuning in today, you guys. We really appreciate it. Um, super. Ex- oh. <laughs> say that first part again, and I want to chime in. I have something to say. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for. I said that really loud. Did that hurt your ear? <laughs> no. Sorry. Did you just spit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Um, this was fun. This was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Me and Meg talked a little bit beforehand, and we want you guys to hear like a little bit more of our humor because yeah we feel like we've been a little serious we have and as much as I hate to like admit that I think that I'm funny it took me like literally last year actually for my birthday um not for my birthday that sounds weird but on my birthday my mom told me that I was her second funniest child and I was like mom that is better than any present (laughs) that you could have ever given me do you understand the gravity of this compliment? No, actually, I was, uh, it made me so happy. I was like, yeah. you never need to get me a single thing ever again in my whole entire life. This is enough. This, this is, is it. it. Like, this yeah. is the, and my, my older brother, he's like really funny. So to be put like right below him, You're I was like, like I'm yeah. going to ride this high. Oh yeah. Still writing it. It's been over a year, still writing it. No, um, but we definitely want you guys to get to know us, like not just on a serious level where we yeah. like have deep talks. Um, because we are pretty goofy and there's a lot of things that we cut out of us just like being ridiculous so many bloopers we cut out and it's like so funny because we're super serious and then weird and then serious again (laughs) (laughs) and i also really want to encourage you guys and just like ask you that if you find any value in any episode that you've listened to like please share it with people yes meg and i do this because honestly we just we like talking about stuff like this yeah. and we want people that also, you know, like may need Relate. help or wants to. Yeah. We like yeah. We just want it to reach people that it needs to reach. So whether that be you sharing it on social media or just like sharing it with a friend that, you know, would relate to like a specific episode, like please do share it with people. 
Yeah, we appreciate it. We really like doing this. Um, we've gotten really great. We've made some really great connections throughout it so far as well. So. Yeah, we have. We're super excited really to see cool. where the future of it goes. And obviously, yeah. we have a lot of you guys, the repeat listeners, to thank for for coming back. What is this episode seven already? Wow. Yeah, it is. It's seven seven weeks. That's crazy, dude. It's wow, two months. Beautiful. Love to see it. All right. Well, that's it for today. And no matter how far you are, you're welcome here. Thanks, guys. Bye.